And while he's doing that, I'm going to go pee-pee. i got to go pee-pee right now. Oh. Uh-huh. This, I, this must be my dongle. They sound like Lawnmower Man. Oh! 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 Mainstream. You don't even collect VHS. Shut up. Okay, what's your mainstream generic great value stuff? Um, what was that? Or oh, updates. My, my oh no, my my uh, Ethernet decided like no, oh no, no, no. You're not getting internet. Like what? Nope. Ethernet, Ethernet doesn't work. My Wi-Fi does, and my Wi-Fi is garbage in my office, so this should be a fun show. So, my laptop's on, on Wi-Fi, because my Ethernet doesn't work. Way way in the future, UI people. Just way oh, in the future. And it's a doggle. It's a, a USB-C doggle. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> Furious. Oh, I want to throw my computer across the room. Uh, I did, too. Your computer, not mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and mine is still just... <sighs> just huffing and puffing every time I try and just, I don't know, load up Chrome, just the internet. It's like, <sighs> once it's... You want to do what? It takes like 10 minutes for Chrome to start working. But once it starts working, then it's like, <sighs> fine. <laughs> 10 tabs open, sure, no problem. But that first 10 minutes, <sighs> what are you doing to me? Oh, it's so much effort. <laughs> It's so big. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but once it's open, then ah, go for it. Knock yourself out there, yeah. buddy. It's like, well, I guess I got the tip in. Now just ram away. Uh-huh. Yeah, and here I... Who knows what I... I mean, I and I did a speed test. I Actually, on my phone, I'm like, okay, well, what's the problem here? Is my Wi-Fi out? Oh, no, no, Wi-Fi is good. I'm like, oh, that means my Ethernet's messing around. Who knows what? But I'm like, oh, eight megabytes download. I'm like, oh, it's slow. Eight this is slow. Fun. Yeah, that's so, eight. Eight is slow. We grew up in the, in an age where uh, dial up. Uh, yeah, dial up where it would take twenty seven minutes to download a picture. Yeah, but I can't promise you this is <laughs> this is going to go smooth. But when does it? Never. Nothing Never. ever. Yeah. Oh, it's furious. Furious! I, oh, I mean, we what? connected there on Zoom, and I was like, all right, yeah. here we go. He's setting down, he's hooking up again, here we go. And then, and poof! I was, uh, uh, okay, and then I had a big red mark by your name. I don't know what that means. Computer's off, I guess, or? Oh, I, I slammed my computer, the desk, uh, I, I slammed the, the top closed as hard as I could. I was so, I was so mad, <laughs> I went to throw this computer across the room. Hmm. USB C. You, I, I, I don't even know. What, I don't even know what that means. One one day <laughs> uh, I'll get. You, one day I'll get you over to the computers that everybody else in the world uses. But well, uh, USB C. It's a it's a smaller version of USB. Okay. Or, yeah. All right. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, your special dongle. Yeah. Yeah, it's my dongle. That's it's working my... good, isn't it? Yeesh. How much you pay for that? 30, 40 uh, bucks? No, actually, this is an insignia. This is the off-brand one. Oh. So, 20. Oh. Just so that you can, you know, use the cords that uh, 95% of the other 
people on yeah, the planet I'm, use. Got it. Yeah, I'm looking at it. And my, my microphone is plugged in uh, via USB-C. <laughs> so another special cable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was an adapter, which I actually have an, oh. uh, an additional. Uh, there's, there's, oh, okay. so, so you. From you the insert, future. Yeah. Adapters yeah, you, you ins- from the future. Yeah. You insert, you insert the big, the big part into that. And then it's a three-way, and then this little part gets inserted into. So it's a yeah, it's a menage a trois. Of, Whereas every of other thing, you know, every other thing in my world just automatically comes with that. Yeah, they couldn't be troubled to. Uh, uh, we got to be thin. Our computers are thin. Special. special. Yeah, they're very. It's very thin and special. It doesn't work, work. They work great. They work fantastic. Yeah. They work for everybody. <laughs> Oh, you people yep. up in there in the future. And you're, yeah, your, oh, I know. With it's, your time machines and shit. Yeah, it's, it's, everything's white. It's an Apple store. It's lens flare. Oh, I don't feel bad for you at all. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, <laughs> come on, join us in the USB-C world. <laughs> it's so much faster up here when it works. <laughs> Well, I have I have all those things. They just come automatically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you got some kind of lightning cable or some new some new t- name for some port and and yeah. yeah. And then I buy you buy adapters. You see. <laughs> well, I've got you, HDMI adapter for this. I got oh, I got all sorts of dongles coming out every orifice. <laughs> uh. Perfect. Yep. It's wonderful. Yep. So I've already, yeah, there's my bitch session. Other than there's a big semi parked in front of our house. I'm like, how is that going to get turned around? What you doing? Yeah. What you doing here? Like what you You can't turn off. They're going to have to back all the way out that street. Yeah. I'm I'm like, I'm not sure if this is, Hey, we're here. There's a forklift. I'm like, are you unloading something or are you, are you beginning to work on the empty lot beside us or and the neighbors next across from us, there's a birthday. They have these big birthday party, uh, whatever you call it, like a happy birthday so-and-so in their yard, like big cardboard signs. Yeah. Yeah. And like it's a company that comes and does it for you. Okay. Like happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. Here's your age and balloons and also it's huge. And it's to let the community know it's the kid's birthday. And so... I'm not sure how that ties into anything, but I thought I'd let you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it, it's because it annoys you just mildly. Looking out the window, you're like you're mildly annoyed by that. Yo, I'm yeah, I'm looking at that in a semi and rain. And... <laughs> hey, I'm glad for the rain. Oh yeah, the rain. I'm not complaining about that. That's yeah. uh, it's a positive. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Yeah, actually, that means I still have karate tonight. But that means if this keeps up, no baseball tomorrow night. I got I got soccer t- tonight and tomorrow are my last two games. And then you're so done. I don't really want to rain out, but we'd need the rain really bad. Like, our, trying to mow the lawn, uh, and the wife is just driving around in a giant dust cloud of doom. It, it's horrible. But, anyway. Yeah. Um, house update. Oh, yes, yes. So, a uh, realtor came on Saturday. The house got posted on Sunday, and we have a showing on Thursday. Oh, man. Quick. Yeah. And like 10 saves on one website uh, in 12 hours. Like, so your bam. first 
So the first one comes up this Thursday, the first yep. walkthrough. Okay. Yep. Ah, that's great. I mean, that's, this could happen fast. I'll be surprised if it doesn't happen fast. Yeah, me too. I know it could happen fast. And my plan is, like, I've already been moving stuff out to my storage area and, uh, like, my stuff and, and whatever I can in tubs. That's because the storage area is not exactly uh, perfectly protected from mice and shit. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, so I, I'm only taking out stuff that I, I'm i sure will be okay. It's in plastic tubs. So about a third of my movie collection is out there, and I've got about two-thirds of it left here in my office and downstairs in the basement that's been in storage for fucking a decade. And so my goal is to, like, real sneakily get all of that stuff out there as fast as I can. That way, when the house sells and my wife is like, it's time to move, I'll be like... Here's my laundry basket of clothes. I'm ready. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yep. My shit's all gone. <laughs> so all of that stuff is going to go to possibly the in-laws then? Uh, uh, most of my stuff is going into storage until we have a a house to move to. So, like, do you have a... Are you running a storage No, I, I was just being vague. It's going to, like, the cabins. Oh, okay. cabins on my side. Most of her stuff has gone to uh, uh, her mom and dad's in her basement, but I don't want any of my movies in her mom and dad's basement because my tapes would be susceptible to mold and shit in that basement. Whereas I can take it to my parents' side, and it's not nearly as susceptible to damage from the, from that kind of stuff. Okay, so half of one, six dozen of the other, I guess. I mean, for most material, but for my videotapes, those are... I don't want those to get damaged. And if I have to put them in a wet basement, I might as well just throw them in the fucking trash. Yeah, they're done. Other than just being keepsakes, like the cover art or whatever. Yeah, and I'm not doing that. So, anyway. Oh. Oh, well, hey, I mean, good luck. I, again, I think that this show is on... <laughs> I mean, it's... It's got uh, eight lives used up. It's on its last life here for a while. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Uh, but the thing is, once it me once someone actually would say, "Yep, we're going to buy it," then I mean, there's a process that you have to go through, obviously, that before before you actually have to move out. I mean, I know, but you're you're talking. Well, our realtor said that that 30 day window that you normally used to yeah. have is a thing of the past. Oh, really? That's what she said. I don't know. I've never sold a house, so I guess here's your money. Get the fuck out. I I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I guess that's all negotiable. Yeah. Uh, because it, it is negotiable. I mean, you got to have some time to move out, for shit's yeah. sake. Uh, Obviously, if you get asking price or something like that, though, and they're like, but we want to move in as soon as possible, you're, I have a feeling you guys are going to be like, we're out, we're gone, let's just do this. Uh, we're going to need more than asking price for that kind of request. Oh, good. Fuck you. No. Yeah. Asking <laughs> price does not get you move out by this weekend. No. Yeah, uh, twenty thousand over our asking price, which our neighbors have been getting. Uh, that gets you. We'll we'll get out by this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But what are you going to do about the buffers next door? Like, are you going to say goodbye or? Oh, I throw rocks at their window on the way out. Yeah, I don't know. I'm block nothing. party or something? I, or? Who knows? They could be the ones coming on Thursday to look at the house. I don't know. <laughs> uh, any updates for them? Lately, or... 4.45 this morning. Oh, nice, nice. Gotcha. <laughs> Not impressed. Not yep, impressed. Just, and just sitting there, right? Just 
Oh, um, I mean, it's not too bad right now, but it's not that cold yet. I, it, this winter, I just know it's going to be bad, but it's all right because this house is going to sell in the next couple weeks. We'll be out before and, the weather turns. Yeah. And then I'll be living with the in-laws. And I, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to come up with some other solution for recording. I could, maybe, maybe I'll just take all of my, uh, personal computer shit to work and we'll do it in the evenings, maybe sometime. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so there's absolutely no way you can do it at, uh, at their house. I mean, they're both retired. They're home all the time. Unless I could carve out some window where they're not home, which is highly unlikely. But do they have a basement or somewhere where you can... Yeah, the basement. Sure. <laughs> you hey, think I've you, done it. You, you think your internet's bad, go to Killbuck. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but your basement was a finished basement. This is yeah. not This is not that kind of basement. This yeah, is, this we're is talking like sandstone block, and, and yeah. it's not as bad as my basement, but it's not conducive to this yeah gotcha so it's kind of Blair Witch Project type basement to it where, is yeah yeah <laughs> well my basement is Blair Witch Project this one's like yeah. uh Blair Witch mildly cleaned up <laughs> okay yeah it's, well well I mean maybe we'll just have some specials every now and then we're like hey yeah. we're able to record maybe once a month or something yeah I don't know. Hey, we're getting I'm one so, in today, aren't we? Yeah. I'm so curious, though, if you're going to build or buy or what the plans... I don't know. My dad keeps saying we need to go after that one that I sent you a link to. I'm like, yeah, Dad, that it was, was, it was under, nice. It was beautiful, but it was under contract after a couple of days. It's under contract. Yeah, but maybe you can get in there and make a bigger offer. Like, we haven't even sold our house yet. Yeah, but maybe you should go do that. Like, <laughs> it's just amazing how... People do not listen to anything that I say. It, it's just right out the window. It's just... Oh, everybody knows what to do. This is what you gotta do. Oh, I was talking to my father-in-law the other day, me and the wife. I, I told her before we went there, and I love him. He's fantastic, but uh, we were going there to pick something up and then leave. And I was like, please, I don't want to spend an hour here talking to your mom and dad. We're Like, it's 7 o'clock. Can we just go? I just want to, let's pick up our, whatever crap we got to pick up and let's go home, please. And the, the second we walk in the door, beep, 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 the comments and the conversation and it just starts. And he said, this was, uh, this was right after we met with the realtor and we had set a price. Okay, and our price that we actually set on the website was higher than what the realtor actually wanted to do. I actually would have gone even higher myself, but whatever. We kind of split the difference. Went over what she wanted, but it's okay. And he goes, so we were talking to him about that, and he goes, yeah, well, you know, if you set a price and then somebody calls and says they'll give you that price, well, you're locked in. You're locked into that contract. I said, wait, what? What do you, what do you mean? Well, if you say your price is... I'm just going to make up a dumb number. 31,500 then and somebody calls and says I'll give you 31,500 while well, you're locked in. No, no I'm not. You have to accept that offer first before you're in a contract with that person. Nope, that's not how it works. It's like What? Then why was the realtor talking to me about competing offers and getting into a bidding war between possible buyers? 
Well, I don't know, but that's not the way it works. If somebody calls and offers you exactly what you said you want for it, then you are in a contract with that person and you have to sell it for that. And me and the wife were just staring at each other like, what? And she jumped in and tried to say, wait, that's, I don't think that's how it works. And he goes, yep, yep, I'm telling you, that's how it works. And it was at that point where I felt my, my thermometer just like explode, like in a Scooby-Doo cartoon. And I was, I was just looking at the wife going, abort, leave, let's get out of here. We got to (laughs) go because this is a whole long conversation and he's wrong. Let's just leave. Uh, so we, we just bailed on it, but I was like, that's, that's not right. Is it? That can't possibly be right. No, that's not right. Okay. No. Oh, he no. was very insistent to the point of he was getting a little hot. Uh, I was why? just like, "What? Why? What?" And we were there five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was oh. giving the I was just giving the wife the big eyes, like, "Just, just, just leave. Just leave. We'll sell our house for whatever the hell we want to sell it for." Yeah. What if, because what if somebody came to you that are that didn't know it was your house? And they popped in, and you found out who it was, and it was somebody that you absolutely hate, and you did not want them to have your house. You could just not accept their offer, right? Yeah. I mean, when we sold our condo in Florida, we got numerous offers for asking price. Like, and, and no. We just Let's wait. see what else we can get. And then, bup, 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 it went way above asking price. Right. That's what I was... I, why, yeah. why are there all these options with the realtor about dealing with competing prices? Yeah. I asked him that and he said, nope, doesn't matter. If somebody calls and gives you asking price, you have to, that you're in a contract with that person. I said, no, no, we're not. I mean, was he trolling you or something? No, or? no, <laughs> no. It was something Just, he, he was relating it to a story from when he was selling a house in the eighties. I'm like, things are not the same. I don't, I don't know what was happening back then with selling real boom, estate, yeah. but it was not boom, that boom, way now. Boom, 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 boomers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish I could... I, this was my wife's face. It literally was... She looked at me from across the room. And so he was kind of getting tense, too? Yeah, well, he, he was very insistent. <laughs> so I remember, and I was just like, I I don't even want to... I'm not even getting involved in this conversation. <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. So, and so this is who you're going to be living with for possibly a... Hey, on the other hand, he gave me some... Homegrown habanero peppers, my friend. Ah, nice. Uh, I think I'm going to win them over with my cooking. I think that's my game plan. I'm going to move in there. I'm going to win them over with my cooking. And then all of the uh, nitpicking and comments will kind of maybe fade a little bit. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Speaking of which, uh, so uh, wife and I had the hankering for maybe a little pulled pork here this weekend. So I strolled on down to the IGA and they just so happened to have bone-in pork uh, loin on sale. I got three and three-quarter pound chunk for eight bucks. Brought that home, threw it in the cooker at 11 a.m. with a bottle of Caribbean jerk and one of those homegrown, finely chopped habanero peppers and three onions. I pulled it out of there at four o'clock, shredded the sucker up, threw it back into all the magical juices, let it sit there until 6 o'clock. Some of the best pulled pork I've ever had in my life. I'm telling you, I don't, I don't buy pulled pork when I go out to restaurants anymore. It's no good. Make it at home. Yeah. I've, I've made it a half a dozen times, and every time it's been better. 
Oh my God, was it good? I've got a ton of leftover in there that I'm gonna half of it is leftover. I'm gonna throw into a chili for a family get together this weekend. Whoo, so good. Nice. Yeah, the picture looked great. And it's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And over on my end, both my kids were sick all weekend, so it was fend for yourself type of. Hmm. <laughs> Luckily, though, we had a, one of those rapid response COVID tests because we're like, well, I mean, all the other than the loss of taste, all of the symptoms are cold flu type stuff with this COVID. And so Hudson took the test and negative. And so it's like, it's just a head cold, whatever. And so, and Lucas got it then too. But we're fine, and they, I mean, in like two days, done. So it's like, yeah, that's just, I had cold. Nice. So. Oh, meanwhile, on my soccer team, hacking and coughing and wheezing kids can't run more than 10 feet. I need a break, coach. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that that super dry, horrible cough. We don't, my, my brother has double pneumonia, but we don't know if it's COVID or not. I'm glad you're here. That's, gr- that's yeah. great. And then the next, uh, two days later at the next game, two other kids are the same way. Oh, man. It's like, why, why are you even here? Oh, that's right, because it's not a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a cold. Whatever. We we got the test, though. Yeah. We're like, I don't want to send him to school if he has it. But And then, again, t- two days later, done. Same with Lucas. He got the same thing. I'm like, eh, runny nose, headache. Cough a little bit. When, so. Did you get a new door? No. Oh, I have, I have the blind down because I'm playing Resident Evil. Uh, oh, and so the, okay. Yeah, so the blind has to be down. Gotcha. Resident Evil Seven, and uh, it's yeah. So I'm like, yep, that means that the kids can't watch. So that's why I installed that a long time ago. This it's a cheap little blind thing. All right. But I'm like, like yep, that's for my rated M for mature games that gotcha. I play. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep, and I actually got another one uh, that I've been going to start here pretty soon. It was on sale on PlayStation Network called, um, oh, what's it called? It's some horror game where you're a guy taking pictures and video. Um, oh, looks just evil, evil. <laughs> Exploring some town and... Uh, Alan Wake, maybe? No, not Alan Wake. No. That's um, one that you would like, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I bet I would. Um Oh, what's it called? There, okay, there's the forest. I bought the forest for not much, and then there's another one. Here it is. Um, it is called Outlast Part Two. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, for that was five ninety nine. It was on sale for five ninety nine. I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of getting back into video games. I'm getting back into some horror survival. Five six bucks is my price. Maybe I should do it's, that. I got yeah, Resident some, Evil Two on my PS3. Maybe when I get down to the in laws, me and me and the old man can. Gear up and go hunt some zombies. Yeah, yeah. What's nice is that like some of these games are not even on disc. Like the only way you can play them is by buying buying yeah. them through the PlayStation Store. So there's another one that I've been wanting to get, but I'm like twenty bucks. And eh, it's a shark, some man eater or something. It's a you're just you're a shark that eats people. I'm like that sounds like something I'd like, but not for twenty dollars. It doesn't five dollars. <laughs> I mean, give me some Happy Meal prices, and then I'm all in. <laughs> awesome. Uh, oh, I got your package here all ready to go. Just uh, lazy ass, not mailing it. Just, ah. It'll get there. It'll get there someday. Yeah. <laughs> your your C, 
C minus procrastination is just holding off on delivering my. No, no, it's 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 fantastic packaging. It's perfect. Pa- oh, I'm not showing you the uh, label side. I don't want you to see what it says, but uh, <laughs> the because uh, I, you know, you know me. I want your mailman to look at you weird for the rest of your life. Uh, but uh, the uh, packaging is total A plus. Oh, the pro- pro- procrastination just brings it down to about a A. And a. I'm just, I'm just waiting for like all sorts of just in black marker, just just dicks and balls. All oh, that's a good idea. I'm, I'm going to draw a giant cock on the back end of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with a little happy smiley face on there, kind yeah. of. Yeah, maybe shooting uh-huh. a little bit of. Yeah, a little bit of liquid to open up. Then you, yeah, kind of. That's uh, how we do things around here. That's right. They look at me yep. weird at the at the at the post office when I go to drop it off, and I look at them and I go, "I don't care what you think. Yeah, I care what the guy in at Eugene's the guy house at the cares. end of the uh, yeah. yeah. This is for the guy at the end of the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, want to talk about some movies? Let's do it. All right. Uh, let's go to the roulette. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of the roulette, it is Lovelace up against 12-Hour Shift. And you are up first, sir. 12-Hour Shift. 12-Hour Shift from Hulu, or on Hulu. Uh, directed by Bria Grant? Something, I guess? Uh, Bray, I don't know. B-R-E-A. Bree Grant. Sure. Uh, starring Angela Bettis, uh, bodies start piling up when a drug user, nurse, and her cousin try to find a replacement kidney for an organ trafficker. And <laughs> hour and twenty six minutes, and I got to tell you, I quite enjoyed this movie. Um, it's in extremely poor taste, which I'm okay with, and um, it has. I'm trying to pinpoint the humor because it's a comedy essentially. Um, it's almost, um, it's almost Arrested Development type humor, maybe. It's, I don't know, where, like, our lead, uh, she just, she just can't believe the stupidity of so many people. Uh, it was good, uh, low, lower budget, but, um, not too low. I mean, it's it. You can tell it's not like theatrical quality. This is definitely streaming, but funny, witty script. Uh, <laughs> there's a uh, so she is she is harvesting organs, and then she gives them to this ditzy relative of hers, and um, the ditzy relative takes it to to the bad guys for to sell on the black market, and this things go south when. The ditzy blonde lady that she's giving these organs to just messes up one. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was great. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, great review here. Because <laughs> uh, there's there's different things that happen in the movie that I don't want to say. Like, right, I got gotcha. Watch the movie. So, but police are introduced to the scene, and it's you know comedy of errors type of thing to where. You know, wrong place, wrong time, and then makes makes things funnier and funnier, and it's it's absurd. But um, it, I liked it. It has a little bit of gore in it, uh, but none of it is played for horror at all. This is all strictly comedy. Uh, but it's funny. I 
I enjoyed it. I might maybe someday watch it again. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. This would, more than likely, I could see this making a top 10 roulette list. I was, I was surprised. I mean, I would take out the comedy. Well, it is a comedy, but I mean, if you would, even in the wrong hands, this would have flopped. If the, if the line delivery would not have been like it was, I would have been not on board. But her and the blonde, especially the blonde ditzy lady, sold the movie. They were, they were great as just, uh, just absurd. <laughs> Yet another great pick by me. I got it. I got it. Oh, no, I, hey, I, I take full responsibility for this one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you were surprised, so you can't take yeah, responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kept saying yeah. how surprised you were. Well, yeah, that was all me. Uh, I saw yeah. right through that. <laughs> yep. All right. Anything else? Oh, that should do it. All right. Lovelace. The story of Linda Lovelace, who is used and abused by the porn industry at the behest of her coercive husband before taking control of her life. Starring Amanda Seyfried, Peter Sarsgaard. You know who that is, right? Yep. Okay. Did I lose you there? How's your Wi-Fi? Uh, yeah, How's your Wi-Fi? Yeah. All right. Oh, it's uh, awful. awful. Robert Patrick, Gino Temple, Bobby... Cannavale, who you would know if you saw him, Hank Azaria, Adam Brody, Chloe Sevigny, uh, Debbie Mazur, James Franco, Wes Bentley, Eric Roberts, and last but not least, Sharon Stone, who, oh my god, I got to the third act of this movie, and I was like, holy shit, that's Sharon Stone. I've been watching this whole movie, and I didn't know that was Sharon Stone. <laughs> Oh, it was not until like literally the last 20 minutes where I was like, oh, the mom is Sharon Stone. I didn't even realize it. Uh, but you know what? Sharon Stone, underrated actor, actress. I, I, she's quite good. She's taken some bad movies for sure, but she is a great actress. Yeah. Uh, directed by Jeffrey Friedman and Rob Epstein. Not a great last name. No, it's not. These days. No. <sighs> you know how we've often talked about how in drug dealer movies uh, that are set back in 60s, 70s, whatever, it always gets to mid-70s, uh, early 80s, mid-80s, and everything just slowly turns to shit, and everything is horrible? You know how we've talked about that? How at the end, uh -huh. everything is horrible? This movie starts at that place. It looks like uh, it was shot on 16mm almost. It's very film look, very gritty. That's not a complaint. I'm just saying it feels gross from the start. And it doesn't improve. This entire movie, I just felt icky. Very, very, very icky. And it had an interesting editing style in that it, for two-thirds of the movie, it just played out. And you saw Linda going about her ways and... I don't know if you've ever seen Deep Throat. I haven't. I, I, I mean, I've heard about it as a legendary porn film, uh, and I've heard about her uh, in it and uh, all that, but at the end she said, I spent 17 days in the porn industry. So I don't think she ever made a bunch of porn. She made maybe a couple of movies and that's it. She didn't want to be involved in it. She was in this extremely abusive relationship, both physically and mentally, and it, uh, and Peter Sarsgaard is the one playing that character. 
it's it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. Not that it was bad filmmaking or bad acting or bad writing or anything like that. That that stuff was all on point. And I'm, if it was accurate to her life, my God, it, it was a horror show to watch. It was hard to watch. I had to watch it in like eight sittings. I, I mean, I, I would just watch it for so long. It was like, I, I can't take anymore. Plus, it's also dealing with, you know, I got a family running around here. It's dealing with porn uh-huh. and nudity and uh, there was plenty of that. So, you, you know, you got to... Dad, what's going on in your office right now? Ah, get out of here. I'm <laughs> trying to watch this movie, this drama. This, oh. So it was a very hard watch. Um, I would say I would recommend you watch it. It's not a bad movie by any stretch. It has some very interesting... Uh, just the way it's filmed is very interesting. Uh, but what I was saying earlier, I got sidetracked there. Uh for the first two-thirds of it, they go through the story just kind of straight up as maybe the way the public saw her life and the way that uh, people around her saw her life. And then the last third does flashbacks to some of those same scenes, and it shows behind the scenes of where she's being literally getting the shit kicked out of her by her husband, uh, where he's mentally abusing her as well, where her parents are telling her exactly the wrong thing at the exact wrong time, like... Well, you're lucky you got a husband. Stay with him and do what he says, even though he's prostituting you out and all kinds of crazy shit. Not a happy, feel-good, fun time, uh, but an interesting watch, for sure. So I will give this one a passing thumbs up, but it's not one that I would revisit. It's a one and done. And I thought that this movie was brand new. This this movie was made in 2013. Huh. Oh, I'm just oh, waiting yeah. for to oh, catch I up. Know. Awful. <laughs> um, I'm just looking here. Um, because Linda Lovelace, she's still. Oh no, she died in 2002. Wow, 53. That's not old. Oh, she got the shit kicked out of her, man. I mean, oh, Peter Sarsgaard, that that character of Chuck or whatever, uh, that guy is the scum of the absolute earth. Oh, my God. Hard to watch. It was tough to watch. Wow. But, huh. it, again, not because of the filmmaking, just because of, of the story content. Okay. And it's probably accurate, as far as I know. James Franco is playing Hugh Hefner. I every single, like Like I said, at the end of those drug movies, where everything's going bad, from the start of this movie, everybody's a piece of shit. Do you remember... What the hell was that movie where uh, uh, they go to visit... Oh, who was it? It's the... For shit's sake. Work. Gotta take it. Yeah, while he's doing that, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go pee-pee. I gotta go pee-pee right now. No, I get back in and he's gone. Oh, he's still on the phone. I literally went, um, had a number one and a number two, <clears throat> and I ate a cookie, washed my hand. Well, actually, I washed my hands before I ate a cookie because <laughs> that would be kind of gross if, yeah, the rules would be reversed. But, um, yeah, I did some business and, I mean, I'm back and, He's rummaging around another room talking about windows or something. Oh, yeah, 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 he says. 
Here we go. Here we go. Random nothing. Just nothing. I'm convinced he does this just to just to prolong the show. Oh. And I'd like to say he's back, but he's ah, he's gonna get it figured out, alright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Oh, oh, did I interrupt you? I'm sorry. <laughs> You're babbling away. I mean you left the room, so I thought, oh, I guess I'll get up and walk around. No, I had to you know, I had some some business to attend to. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, had to make room for the cookie. <laughs> oh, now he's stuttering. Come on, Max Headroom. What your, you got there, buddy? Internet, Hello? Your internet's Hello? awful. Awful. <laughs> oh, mine, are, I'm top speed. I'm still talking to Eugene from a minute ago. Like, your reactions <laughs> right now, I can tell, aren't even close. Come uh. on. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Catch up. <sighs> oh, just... I, I love just getting lists of things to do. Oh, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Errands, right? Oh! I already have ten things to do. Where were we? Oh, Lovelace was good, but... Tough okay. watch. I think we wrap that wrap that up okay. Lovelace, okay. Uh next up. Okay, first up for me is Shock Treatment. Now there's two shock treatments. There's the sequel to Rocky Horror Picture Show, and then there's this movie from 1973. Um uh, these are all uh, these are all Blu-rays, by the way. Uh, a French businesswoman goes to a remote and popular rejuvenation clinic after a breakup and begins to suspect the treatment methods used by the head doctor and slowly uncovers the horrible secret behind the clinic's success. So there's that one. Next up is Born for Hell. A disturbed American war vet arrives in Belfast during the Northern Ireland conflicts and proceeds to terrorize a household of female nursing students. And this is based on, kind of sort of on a uh, real life case. Um, uh, shoot, I want to get it. Oh, Richard Speck. It's basically loose. It's loose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's Richard Speck? I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't know um, Richard Speck murders. He's a basically the, the plot synopsis that I just gave you. That's that's what happened. He just he murdered like several uh, uh, nurses in a in a house back in the seventies, I believe, or was it sixties? I don't know. I need to get the facts right. And uh, yeah, anyway, never heard so of there. All right. Yep. And lastly, Blood for Dracula. This is a Paul Morrissey movie starring the great Udo Kier. From 1974, an ailing vampire count travels to Italy with his servant to find a bride. And I've heard a lot about this movie, but I've never seen it. All three of these are Severin releases. So, there you go. So they're guaranteed good. Oh, Severin, heck yeah. That's, that's, they're, they're right in line with Vinegar Syndrome and Code Red and... 
It's, it's three-pack of trash right there. Yeah, classic cinema right there. Okay, on my side, The Protégé. Uh, rescued as a child by the legendary assassin Moody, Annie er, Anna is the world's most skilled contract killer. However, when Moody is brutally killed, she vows vengeance for the man who taught her everything she knows. Directed by Martin Campbell, uh, starring Maggie Q, Sam L. Jackson, Michael Keaton. This is the safest pick in the world, I think, right now. Can't wait to watch that one. That's on Amazon Prime. Next up is Birth of the Dragon from 2016. Set against the backdrop of 1960s San Francisco, Birth of the Dragon is a modern take on the classic movies that Bruce Lee was known for. Takes its inspiration from the epic and still controversial showdown between up-and-coming Bruce Lee and Kung Fu Master Wong Jack Man something. Um, there was a little bit of... I remember a little bit of kerfuffle when this movie came out because the guy playing Bruce Lee or something. I don't know. There's always a hubbub whenever somebody plays Bruce Lee. I guess. And lastly, The Deep Ones. A married couple rents a beachside Airbnb only to, dis- uh, to be surrounded by peculiar neighbors and occurrences they soon discover to be in the grips of a mysterious cult and their ancient sea god. Something H.P. Lovecraft... 4.1 out of 10, lowest rated, inevitable, Eugene's going to pick this one. Okay, what do you want, uh, sir? What's the last one called again? The Deep Ones. The Deep Ones. Ooh, that sounds tempting there. Yeah, 4.1 out of 10. The lowest rated, but it it's H.P. Lovecraft, horror, therefore... Yeah, Chad Farron. Ooh, let's see what he's done. Okay. Um... Mm. Starring nobody, nobody, and nobody. Yep. Where is it on again? Amazon Prime. Amazon which, which Prime. you know, is just a bastion of horror goodness, right? Yeah. I'm surprised you picked this. I was in a hurry. And so <laughs> I was just going through JustWatch.com, and I was like, oh, yeah, maybe something. Oh, what do we got here? These are all asylum-y things, aren't they? Probably. A- attack in L.A., exorcism at 60,000 feet. Oh, fuck off. Why did I pick that? Don't, don't pick that one. Okay, uh, what do you want? The deep ones. Um, um, I mean, I guess that Maggie Q thing. You guess, huh? Ugh. Doesn't sound like anything I'd like. <laughs> well, since you picked the safest one, I guess I'll pick the safest one for you, which is the one with Udo Kier, because everything else was nothing. <laughs> so, blood for Dracula. I mean, nothing. I was shock treatment. That's sure to suck. Uh, born for hell. That's definitely suck. Oh, that sounds great. I mean, what a great title. Creepy. No, it's... not creepy at all. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Uh, blood for Dracula. I mean, isn't all blood for Dracula? Stupid. This is, it's all garbage. You just, everything's garbage. So Udo Udo Kier, you went Asylum plus one. That's where you went. Oh man. I mean, I, you picked a good one. I'm sure. I, I mean, I'm sure I did of the three. Yeah. You, I am actually pretty impressed. I mean, I, I think it would have gone like, I think we're going to go a, a minus B plus. That's probably the rank, and I'm guessing that this is going to be the A. I'm guessing. If not, I am still a winner. A minus. <laughs> I mean, if we go back and look at all your horror reviews, there are there are so few zeros out of ten that I'm sure you're right. Yeah, the va- the vast majority are very very worthy. <laughs> of what? 
They're, they're worthy. Of what? <laughs> of being slapped in the forehead with a bell end. That's what they're worthy. <laughs> Born for hell, though. Woo! The crime that became headlines. Eight nurses killed. A night I never of heard of that guy. Terror. I never heard of that guy. Richard Speck. Yeah, he was. He was a bad guy. Um, oh, this movie was also known as Naked Massacre. And you didn't pick it! Okay, now I'm kind of... Eh. Well, you didn't... <laughs> well, you didn't tell me the alt title. If I'd known Naked Massacre was on the table. <laughs> uh, you did okay. I'm... <laughs> there imagine... you have it. Next week, or next time on the roulette, it'll be the protege up against Blood for Dracula. Hey, mine's an hour and 45 minutes. Leave me alone. Yeah. Just... With name actors. You wouldn't... Yeah, Robert Patrick. Mm. What? I had him last time. You did? Yeah, he was in Lovelace. Robert Patrick was? Are you sure? Holy fuck. I <laughs> said his fucking name. Yes, he was. He was the dad. He was Linda's dad. Uh, I don't think so. Let me just see here. Oh, my. Go on. Oh, wait. John Borman plays... Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure you weren't referring to the other. I just, I just like when it's overcast like this outside because then it's dark in your neighborhood over your windows. And while I'm giving my roulette review, I can just see the reflection on your face of you scrolling through <laughs> Facebook and Twitter and whatnot. I just see the screen changing. <laughs> uh, no, I, hey, I'm really good at multitasking. Apparently not because I said Robert Patrick. Boy, I that he was really he was really good in that movie too, as Billy Boy. Well, yeah, no, wait, wait, wait. Billy Boy, John the protege. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we, we're we're both we're, our wires are way crossed. Oh, right mine are right right on point. Yours, are, get, you're way out in the weeds. Okay. <laughs> uh, there you have it. The protege, blood for Dracula. Uh, what do you want to do next? Um, let's see. Do I have a bunch of recently watched? All a minus. Uh, there's no actually, there's no. no zero out of five stars is there there's a couple in there no 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 your average is a minus <laughs> nine uh, out of ten nine out of I ten watch good. i actually did watch that behind you movie that i think i threw up on the roulette i watched that one we'll get into that one later <laughs> did you happen to it's okay if not but did you happen to find your way to that intro for uh Nocturnal Animals, no? Uh, was that on Amazon Prime? I I think it, it was on uh, Netflix or something, but I had the DVD, so I, oh. I like that's how I watched it. I just, I oh, I can't wait for you to see that. You're you're gonna have a shit eating grin for five minutes, and I can't wait. I can't wait. Man, I and I cannot imagine what it's going to be other than Superman scrolling like uh, something awesome. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, it's it's fucking awesome. Huh. Just if I just keep the, teasing you, eventually you'll get around oh, to like the names of the actors, like like scratched in with a knife on a. Naked oh, it doesn't have anything back. to do with the credits. Huh. So this is like the cold open type thing. Oh, very, very, very cold. <laughs> <laughs> huh. All right. Hmm. I can just picture it in my head. You watching those opening credits with the way that I've been selling it, and just face in pain. From smiling and and side hurting from laughing. Yes. 
But it's not a it's not a comedy though. It's a oh, it's not funny, but you will love it. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> I do want to watch it. I I, I do. Oh, I'm um, not saying I'm, the whole movie. I'm just saying that intro, yeah. the, the opening credits. That's it. And I'm, I'm, I feel like it was on Amazon Prime like not long ago, and poof, just well, it's gone. on Netflix. Maybe I, should I just give you my Netflix login, then you can just watch it, and then I'll kick Actually, you out. But we, I'm, I'm tempted to resubscribe to Netflix. There's, I think there's enough stuff that we've I don't actually know. been watching HBO Max more than Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot of stuff on there. We've been going through the Matrix movies. I'll get into that later, but uh, that and Venture Brothers and uh, that Raised by Wolves I was telling you about. Yeah. You know, it's pretty good. We haven't finished that up yet, but uh, we have to be in the right mood at the right time in the right evening. You know, it's like 8 o'clock and you just get home from soccer and everybody's exhausted. I'm not in the mood for something that's kind of a downer. Uh, You know what I mean? Uh if If we have those evenings where we're free and it's... 6.30 6.30 and we got an hour, then, then yeah, we got enough energy for that. We'll finish it up with some Venture Brothers to lighten up the evening. How how many episodes is this thing? I think it's only like 10. Okay. But it's uh, it's fairly heavy. But I, oh, it's, it's right up Eugene Weaver's alley. Oh, yes, it is. As far as mm. when it comes to religion and politics and stuff. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh it's right up your alley. <laughs> But everything, because they're on this alien planet, everything is, like, bleached out. Not colorful at all. Oh, pitch black, kind of. Kind of, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, but it deals with some very real issues. It, it And has some very real gore in it. Some shit that's been so gross. I, I It's not every episode, but every now and then they do something where I'm like, oh, God, I gotta almost look away. Little much. Little much. Uh, I've been trying to watch Malignant. <clears throat> Have I talked to you oh, about that at all? Oh, good movie. Uh, I reviewed well, that last week, didn't I? Was it last week? Uh, uh, yeah. So I've been I've been trying to watch that. But kids, wife. Well, I'm like twenty minutes in, and I gotta say, I fucking hate it. I uh, yeah I I. There's a good chance you're not going to like it at all, but uh, I think that you'll at least appreciate the last 45 minutes or so. I, I would be surprised if not. Well, I say that and I don't think I don't, I don't think it comes across the way you think it might come across. I fucking hate it because it is absolutely terrifying. Oh, really? And, it, and it's weird, ghosty shit, shadowy shit, and I have to watch it when family's in bed, so then I'm on the couch by myself at 10 o'clock at night and I turn the lights off and... They're dealing with extreme shadowy shit, and then my jet black, 100 pound labradoodle just kind of saunters across the room that you can't see except this shadowy thing, and I about shit my pants. And it's like, all right, I need a break. I got a break. <laughs> so my complaints about about it and not liking it are not anything to do with the filmmaking. Yeah. Again, it's just it's too effective, and I'm not in the mood for that with everything yeah. going on in my life right now. I, so I, it's five, it's last... literally like five minutes at a time. I, I watch a little oh, bit. And I'm like, Oh my God, I, I want to get to the, this, this end 30 minutes. That's like a gore factory from what I hear. It's uh, great. And the movie is ridiculous. It, it, it's at the end of the day, it's like, it's, 
I don't know. It's surprising because James Wan and like it just feels like early James Wan, like not a big budget and even not sure of himself on on some different uh, decisions, like with acting or whatever. But it's just I, it just feels like he's like I just want to make this and I don't care. I don't care if there's some cracks in the woodwork. I'm going to do this because I can, and I'm so glad he did. It's, very, it very much feels that way. And yeah. you know what? After you make a billion-dollar movie for Warner Brothers, you get to do whatever the hell you want. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, I totally agree. That's what it feels like. I am just not yeah. emotionally I, or anxiety I cool. in I have a place to be watching this kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, wait till... Oh, oh, oh. Oh. The shadowy shit in the first half an hour is... It, it, it's, it's, it's homework for me to get through it, Eugene. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're at least watching it. I'll get through it eventually. I just... I have absolutely no time to myself during the day. There, There's just... There's none. It, chores. It, chores. Chores and chores, things chores. going on. And even today is my day at home, and I'm like, yay! And then Addie's like, well, I got a dentist appointment at 11, so I'll be home by noon. Done. Nothing. I got nothing. Great. <laughs> and I just... It, it's because I was single for so long, I just need... Can I have a 12-hour period of just silence? I just need silence. And yeah. there's none. There's just... None. Ever. Never. Yep. <laughs> so she'll be around in a couple hours. <laughs> yep. Now, she wouldn't... She would surely not expect you to have lunch for her or anything like that. Like No, God, no. Okay. I'd laugh in her face if she said something like that. <laughs> No, and we got tons of shit to eat around here, and we're trying to keep cooking to a minimum because we got to keep uh, the place show ready. So, um, like even that uh, uh, pulled pork I did, that was slow cooker, staying off the stove. Yeah, because I'm sure the yeah the stove is nice and clean. Yep, keeping everything as clean as we possibly can. And it, hey, do you hear the dogs today? That's right, they're at the groomers. Oh, nice. I, I was so close to a perfect day, Eugene. I was so close. <laughs> and then the list of chores, and she's home at noon. And she's going to be home. Bang- I'll come home and clean. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. I mean, boom, thank, bang. thank you. Big crash, boom, crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Uh, shit all needs done, but whatever. It's the way it is. Yeah. Two days of soccer. Just two days of soccer. I just got to survive two more days. <laughs> and for me, I just, I have one more evening of karate tonight. And then maybe baseball tomorrow night. And then... How yeah. do you do it, though, with this this house-selling shit all the time? I, I work out of my office a lot. I don't I don't know how you deal with it. Cause Phone, it I mean, I'm, I'm in meetings a lot. Do you go Phone around calls. to your property your, uh, property, and, and, like, you have to clean it up to show-worthy all the time? I don't myself, no. Okay. We have, we have, we have, we've got people that come in and do that. But then you don't always have people living there. No, oh no. Well, the flippers we do, we, the flippers are vacant. Then we've got the rentals because we kind of do both. Yeah. So like with the rentals, obviously there's people that right now, oh, we're dealing with a whole slew of things that I haven't even told you about because we're getting ready to sell one of our rentals. We, because the market's really good. And I'm like, you know what? Let's sell, sell this. It's one. a sell, sell, sell market. Yeah. And so we've got one individual that, like, here we go. He's always been good, good at paying rent, but, 
Now he's not going to give us... Uh, it, uh. Are you are you about done with the renting? Didn't I tell you not oh, to do that? Oh, I hate <laughs> being a landlord. I hate it. I just do the I, Can you for once say you were right? Didn't I tell yeah. you? Don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, we're not... I'm not taking on... I, personally, am not taking on any more rentals. I mean, it's nice to get... You're an A-minus landlord. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Everybody that rents should hope for someone like me. Well, that I won't disagree with, because you take care of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I just, I get, I get the weaver in me comes out when, when you don't do things that you're supposed to do. Come on. We can evict. Uh, Anyway, I don't want to get into that shit. Oh, I know. I, I felt it even with the, uh. Realtor, which was a friend of my wife's that she grew up with, and while walking around the house and taking pictures and doing this and taking notes of every single thing and measuring every room, and it was like, okay, what about the uh, stove and microwave? Well, the microwave is brand new. We just put that in. Okay, what about the stove? Uh, we've had that for nine, ten years. Is that going to go with the house? That's negotiable. That's the one appliance in the kitchen that we really like. That's negotiable. Okay. Moving on, I'm going to take pictures of your pantry that we built in there. Okay. Do it with the door closed, because the inside is a mess. No problem. And then she opens up the door and takes pictures of the inside, and she turns to us and says, I promise none of these pictures will go online. I just wanted them for personal (laughs) reference. No pictures of the door closed went online. All of them open, up close, full full bore. What does it say about the stove? Goes with the house. What? (laughs) <laughs> We're even listening. We're even listening. Uh, it goes with the. <laughs> wow! Wow! Amazing. Uh, but that—it's uh, they fuck you at the drive-through. That's that's what it is. Do you ever get what you order at the drive-through? Because I don't. Nope. They just they throw it the bag out at you, and you pull away, and that's when you realize you got. Here you go. Yeah. I would like a cheeseburger and a fry. Cool. Here's your two fry. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but that's uh, that's you and me and the wife. That's that's the way it goes. Yep. Never. Yeah, right. Oh, this doesn't this doesn't surprise me at all. When oh, you were no. saying like, and I and like, I at, at this point I'm going. Mm, ah, fuck, fuck the oven. I don't care. I don't care. Sell this fucker. Let's go. Let's get out of yeah. here. At least ovens. They're not that like. For a new one, it's not like, I mean, unless you get a gourmet thing, which you probably won't. Nope. They're not that. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Get me the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess we should talk about some movies again, maybe. Uh, yes. So-called movie freaks. Yeah. Uh, recently watched. You're up first. Okay. Uh, I want to start off with this documentary series that I watched, uh, because it's a bit heavy and then we can, I can get into some lighter stuff. We never talk about heavy stuff. <laughs> um, uh, let me see here. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> they sound like lawnmower man. Come on! <laughs> My internet is A minus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bullshit! <laughs> um, you're 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 great over on your. Oh, own. I know, I I know because I pay my bills. Uh huh. It must be my dongle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh nine eleven, one day in America. Uh, this is not the 
typical thing that I would A, watch and B, talk about on the show uh, because our show is more lighthearted, but I have to talk about this documentary. Uh, it's on Hulu right now, and um, I had read some great things about it, and I'm like, you know what? I never watch anything about 9-11. It's just, I, I've never watched the Nicolas Cage uh, movie. Uh, what was it called? World Trade Center. World Trade Center. And I, and I never watched Uni- United 93. Uh, I just don't. I, but for some reason, I'm like, you know what? 20th anniversary. I remember the day vividly. And this supposedly is only about that one day Politics are left out of this. Taliban is left out of this. Everything is left out of this except what was happening hour by hour on that day. Uh, I could not stop watching this. It's uh, six episodes. It's right slightly under five hours. And I've never seen anything like this before. With regards to documentaries, this is one of the very best documentaries I have ever seen uh, and I think what helps elevate this is for the fact that they did, they didn't focus on the terrorists. They didn't focus on George Bush or anything like that. This is about people on the ground. This is about the firefighters, the police, and just random stories of people's lives kind of intertwining. Um, oh my gosh, this thing is good. The last episode, uh, they're all like equal. I think the first episode is the most tense because it's the, it starts at like 6.30 in the morning and you know shit is going to go downhill very, very, very fast in the next couple hours. And then after that, actually now that I think about it, like every episode, like episode two, the first tower collapses, episode three, the second tower, and it's just like bad shit constantly. But man, the stories in this thing and the footage that we see, a lot of it I've never seen before, the footage. Uh, especially like on the ground and just from people's home camcorders. And this is 20 years ago. So we're dealing with like high eight footage and I mean, I guess mini DV, but, uh, and then and like flip, flip phone. Yeah. And, and, and then news footage or whatever. Um, but it is one of the most harrowing things I've ever seen ever. It is, I cannot recommend this enough. It is fantastic filmmaking. Uh, and just, Man, the fact that just what happened, it brings it all back again. And it's like the entire time I was watching this, thinking of my day's events and like what, how my full day played out as well. Seeing where were you? uh, I was at work and, Mm. and I remember when my supervisor came to me and said, Hey, just so you know, a plane hit one of the, one of the World Trade Center towers. I'm like, all right. That sucks. That's terrible, but okay. And, and then I remember she seemed just like she was like, Ugh, it's not good. And she didn't tell me at the time that there was no TVs there. She didn't tell me at the time that this was an airliner. I just, in, in my head, I'm like, oh, a little, a little plane, a little yeah. tiny two seater plane or whatever. Like that sucks, but okay. And then I like an hour later and we were kind of, I remember. Like, then there was morning break. We had, like, a 10-minute break. And we were kind of talking about it. And after the break, uh, which was, like, 9.30 or whatever, plane number two hits. And then we get word that plane number two hits. And then that just changed everything. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, everything. Because then I was like, oh shit, this is this was on purpose. On purpose because plane number one, at least back in twenty years ago for me, plane number one was that sucks. Um, boy, I hope you know. Obviously, probably some people died. That's awful. Okay, what what what's my next job here? Like it was news, but whatever. But plane number two, it's like oh, we're under attack. Yeah. Uh, and that is what they, they even reference that in this to where it's like when plane number two hits, it's like, oh shit, this is planned. This was planned. But man, some of the, they even have a little bit of audio clips from stewardesses on the flights. Uh, oh man. Anyway, it was, it was an incredible documentary. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I, the one, one of the stories that I will say, uh, just was incredible was on the last episode. Uh, there's this guy and he, I guess he used to be an ER and, uh, and his life was kind of in shambles, uh, drugs, alcohol. He would just, he was, so we cut to the, I'm like, how in the world does this guy tie into this? Cause the story is absolutely incredible. So he's watching this unfold. Uh, I, probably out his window and on the TV and thinking, thank God I am not down there. And then he gets a call from his sister and it goes to voicemail and, and his sister goes, you know, I hope you're okay. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that you're down there helping, uh, people right now. Oh, no, I'm getting a phone call. I gotta take the. I gotta take this call. Go, go for it. Go ah! for it. <laughs> Ruining my story. Oh. There he goes, folks. Oh, here I am, the glue that holds this shit together. Uh, and I just got a message from Stephen about a movie I'm about to review: "Run Silent, Run Deep." That's coming next. <laughs> what? Uh, phone calls. I could be in here blabbing away, but I'm not, because I'm respectful of your... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, I want to finish this up. Uh, yeah, 9-11. Okay, so, anyway, but it was just, the story was incredible. So then this guy hears his this message from his sister saying, you, you know, I hope you're okay. I'm sure that you're down there right now helping people. <clears throat> and he was like, holy shit. Like, no, I'm not. And why would I be? But at the same time, I'm like, maybe I should. And then how his story just unfolds and what he does is incredible. Um, and that's why I highly recommend this stories like that sprinkled throughout all of this is uh, I'll probably watch this again as devastating as it is. It's that good. Uh, so my highest recommendation. Do you feel like it gives a, a an accurate uh, play-by-play of what it was like to be there at that time? Oh yes. Oh, so very it might much. be something might be something that you show to the kids. I actually I thought about that. If it would not be for the swearing, especially when the planes. Well, are I'm hit- talking when they're appropriate yes, age. Yeah, but th- this is something that at some point I would like my kids to watch to see this this happened in American history, and I mean I. We were all there to, not there, but we were all a part of that. Um, We were, and I actually have a very unique connection to you uh, and your family because of that, because we were in your parents' cabin in Michigan. 
Oh, were you really? I didn't know that. Yeah, we were up there. We were uh, on... Uh, I don't even know if they still have that cabin. No, they? no, he sold that, that years sold. ago. I thought so. But uh, we were at that cabin and we, it was, uh, well, September. It wasn't winter time in the UP. It was September. It was warm. And we were out on their pontoon boat. Uh-huh. And we heard the... There was a guy working on a house uh, nearby and he had a radio on. And we thought he was playing an audio book or a, like a radio play because they were given a play by play of the first plane hitting. And we're like, we, we could hear it because it was so blasting loud. And we're like, that's weird that you're a construction worker listening to yeah some audio book. That's weird. At, on our way back to the cabin and we went back to the cabin and we went in, turned on the TV. And that was the only thing on every single channel. It didn't matter if it was MTV or Comedy Central. That's everybody. That's all anything that was on was that. And we're like, oh, damn, a plane hit the building. That's crazy. And so we switched to a news channel, and uh, they were showing a tower live. And as we were checking it out, the second plane went in live. We watched the second plane no go in shit. live. No shit, I didn't. I never knew this. Yeah. And and then <clears throat> we were all shitting. Like at that point, I went outside onto your parents' dock and smoked a cigarette. Because I was like, this is a real thing that's happening on purpose. This is not a yeah. coincidence. And then news started coming in of of uh, the Pentagon and and uh, PA. the other the other planes and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Wow. And I was never more happy to be in the UP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, they're not attacking any shit up here. There's nothing up here. Yeah. Ain't a damn thing. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, I remember that day at work as well. Um, everybody was freaking out at that point. And it was like, you know, everybody eats lunch at, at that place at, at like 1130 was when lunch was there. And for some reason on that specific day, there was going to be a barbecue thing. There was all sorts of barbecue. So they, you know, everything was set up for barbecue and chicken, whatever. And it was just, I don't know, like it was, it was kind of, I don't want to say cool, but it was just, it was almost there was this calming effect to where you're not eating your bologna sandwiches out of your lunch. You're actually having a good meal. We probably hit a sales quota or something, but it was almost like a communal thing. Like everybody was eating together and we were all discussing what was going on and kind of just helped us through. Instead of like little pockets of people throughout eating by themselves or whatever, we were all together. So, uh, and then obviously shit went more and more and more downhill. And I will never forget. Um, I was so excited for September 11th because Slayer's God Hates Us All album was going to come out. And it's just... <laughs> Irony! Just, yeah, and it just thinking about the title of that album and... Oh, it's like... Uh, anyway. Oh, sorry. I'm involved with a, in a conversation with Steven here because I had to do something while you're gone. Ah! <laughs> We're talking about movies and I just told him to go fuck off. Oh, Okay. Yeah, he earned it. Uh, okay, on my side, the movie that I told him I'm just about to talk about that he watched over the weekend that I recommended. Run Silent, Run Deep. Have you ever seen this film? No, huh? I, I've i always heard about this film uh, just because it's a submarine movie and, you know, I, I have a predilection towards those sort of films and 
But it's from 1958, black and white, and I'm not going to go hunt it, hunt it, hunt it down, and everybody always talks about how great Das Boot is, and I've never been able to stay awake past 40 minutes of that mo- three-and-a-half-hour movie, or however long it is. I, but I was doing a menial work. I had a, day, I had a day at work where it was menial work day. You know what I mean? Where it's like, today, yeah. paperwork. Got to get this shit caught up. So I put something on in the background. Usually I bring up Pluto TV. It just so happened that Run Silent, Run Deep was starting, starring Clark Gable and Burt Lancaster. You know what? That's perfect back and background material for while I'm scanning and faxing and collating and sending and all that bullshit. Uh, and this is a submarine movie from 1958. A U.S. sub commander obsessed with sinking a certain Japanese ship butts, head with, uh, butts heads with his first officer and crew. And I gotta tell you, I was pretty distracted from work watching this movie. This movie was pretty fucking dope. (laughs) To to the point where I I was like, I gotta message Steven, because he's our classic cinema uh, uh, affiliate uh, of the Movie Freak Show. I gotta message him and tell him he needs to get on this if he hasn't seen it. It's available to watch for free on Pluto. And he just watched it over the weekend, and he came back and said, uh, that movie was really good. And I'm here to tell you, this movie is really good. Hour 30 minutes for a submarine movie. The black and white is chef's kiss. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Uh, the, who all's in this thing? It, it's, it's a who's who. Uh, Don Rickles. Amazing. Clark Gable, Burt Lancaster, awesome, fantastic performances. Being the age that it is, you're going to have those special effects that are the old school special effects and the miniatures and whatnot. But they did them really well. And the story is really interesting. And it's really tense for a submarine movie. You know, you've got that... Yeah. We're underwater, we got to deal with all that pressure. We, You know, all the usual things you got to deal with at a submarine movie. They did it very well. And an hour and a half? That's a short movie. Yes, it is. I gotta say, next time you're feeling a uh, classic movie vibe come on, a black and white vibe, you need to watch this movie. I think that you would totally dig this. I I quite enjoyed it. It was intense. Cool. So I give this one a a big thumbs up, and I'll tell you what, it would probably make my top ten of submarine movies. No shit. Yeah. No kidding. Good shit. Uh, You probably got time for one more. Uh, okay. Um, well, I said I was going to review, um, oh, what was that garbage? Um, come on, where is it, Eugene? No, no, it's all, it's all. Well, this one here was a slip, swing and a miss. I, hey, 80-20. It's 80-20, just like the meat. I thought it was, uh, 9 out of 10 were good. No, I mean, 80% are good, 20% are... Shaky. This falls in the 20, yeah, it's it's shaky. shaky. It's not, uh, it's not bad. Just shake. Yeah. So, well, I'll give it a half a star. <laughs> uh, behind you, I believe this was a roulette that uh, that you did not pick. So, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome um, for my. This is one of my very, 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 very rare fails. <laughs> um, uh, so let's see here. You might want to give it a shot, though. 
two young sisters find that all of the mirrors in their estranged aunt's house are covered or hidden. When one of them happens upon a mirror in the basement, she unknowingly releases a malicious demon. Oh, this thing. We're, yeah, I said yeah. We, we should just remove the mirrors, but uh, yeah, that would make too they much sense. They could have done that, but yeah. But yeah, two young girls, tweens. Um, yeah, awful. Awful. Angry. <laughs> Not at myself. And I like how that anger angry. would have been at me, but it's not at me because I didn't oh. pick it. Yeah. Well, you, that makes sense. That's no, logic. No, what? No, no. No, it doesn't. That is Spock logic right there. <laughs> oh, it's... Go on. If you would have picked it, if you would have picked it... Then it would have been my fault. But you yeah, put it up. I would have had... You don't read the synopsis, know, but... but you put it up. <laughs> but you... <laughs> but see, you would have been the one that, did, like, served it to me on the platter... And I would have eaten that feast. Oh, I'm going to and... serve you something on a platter next week. I swear to God, <laughs> it's going to be something. And, and it, to me, it would have been partial blame on both our ends. Like, I, I served it to you, you volleyed it back, and then I no, ate it. No, you didn't serve it to me. And here you, we are. You served it up to yourself, and then I said, eat that shit. And you're like, oh, <laughs> oh I got to eat that shit. Damn. Yeah. So you're still involved oh, in a negative way. Yeah. So anyway, it's Spock logic. Um, no, no, I, it doesn't track at all, but go on. Um, mirrors. So Tell me about mirrors. Me, yeah. The two young girls and they're okay, I guess, but the aunt lady, she over, uh, she overacts and silly ghosty things that aren't scary, loud, jumpy, boomy, loud sounds that I have to turn it down. Cause I'm like, you're trying to scare me. It's not scary. Um, what else? Um, that should do it. That should should do it. But even the behind you, I'm assuming that 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 plays into it somehow, but I forget. I just flushed that garbage right out of my brain hole. So in conclusion, you might want to check it out. (laughs) Hell no. Hell no. Ah, I want you to watch something that I watched that isn't good. No, because everything you watch isn't good. Your one out of ten is good. Let's see here. I got some other. Oh, I got the wife. Mm, that that <laughs> what you said is a truthful fact, but I'm gonna forcefully fucking disagree with it. <laughs> uh, I'll leave it at that for now. I'll leave it. I'll I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't bring. I didn't think I'd have time. I thought you were gonna go on and on about this. I could if you want me to. I mean, I could break it really down, don't. but. Uh, Schumacher is a documentary that I watched, which was quite interesting. Um, stars Ross Brown, Flavio Briatore, Luca Cordo de Montezemolo. I'm sorry, I'm terrible with all of these, uh, names of F1 racing drivers. And this is a story about... Damn it, where is his name? Son of a bitch. Schumacher, Michael Schumacher. Uh, he's a F1, I believe it's F1, race driver. And it just shows how uh, he is one of the best drivers that has ever been. He literally is. It has some absolutely amazing footage. I, I am not big in the racing circuit or anything, but I still enjoy watching documentaries about it and movies about it for whatever reason. It's pretty fascinating shit. I guess if I could get my hands on watching some of the actual F1 circuit, I probably would. But I can't, I don't, I don't have access to any of it. That shit is so fast and so dangerous. It, it freaks me out. 
but I love the stories in and around it and the people that are able to do it. I've never heard of Michael Schumacher, but his story is quite significant. It is terrifying. It is horrible. Uh, it is so sad. And through the last half of the movie, I was like, huh, we haven't really seen any actual live interviews with him. So he's probably going to die. You know, that feeling you get like, yeah, oh yeah, he's going to die. <clears throat> this is a story about how he died. I kept prepping for that. And then we got to the end and there was no story about how he died. It was just about how he had this bad accident. And then we just kind of still talking to the wife and the kids and it goes on a little too long or we're just talking about them. And I was like, hmm, we weren't very clear on that Netflix documentary. So I went to uh, the internet and looked it up and fucker's still alive. Oh, nice. Not nice. Horrible. Oh. Turns out that oh. he got brain damage and has been, oh. like, can barely walk, can barely speak, can barely communicate, and is in and out of homes. And they didn't talk about any of that. I thought that was very odd. Uh, he's still alive. He's still kicking. But uh, he, he has so much medical problems that... He can't even barely communicate, and he, it's a, like a total hospice care thing. Like, why didn't you at least tell us that? Yeah. That... But, but I think they didn't want to exploit him in the way that he is now? Maybe? I don't know. But uh, just looking at it as a review of his life and career, it was a very fascinating documentary. And I quite enjoyed it, uh, at least on that part. It was very sad in the in the second half and in the end. But a uh, very good documentary. And I, I, man, I wish I had more access to that kind of F1 racing. That shit is crazy. Especially when yeah. they're doing it in the rain. I'm like, you, you gotta be out of your, you gotta be out of your gourd to be doing that. But. See, I would take that type of racing any day over NASCAR stuff. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, coming soon. We gotta wrap up. Okay, so I have one more movie that I forgot oh, I needed to talk ahead, about. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, uh, the movie is called Horizon Line, starring Allison Williams. And I, she, watching the movie, I'm like, man, she looks familiar. She was the love interest in Get Out. She was the, you've seen Get yeah. Out, yeah, I got okay, you. She was the, she was the girl that talks him into going meeting the family, because uh, I recognized her during you know, in this movie. Uh, this was a, I was not expecting much. This is an action suspense type movie, PG thirteen. I'm like, I'd never heard of this. I'm like, uh, why not? Hit play. This was a really good movie. Uh, this, this lady and her kind of sort of boyfriend, although they, they have issues. They're on this little prop plane on the way to, uh, a wedding in the middle, like, surrounded by islands. They're in the ocean. Uh, I forget what, it seems Jamaica-esque. Uh, and their pilot, played by Keith David, has a heart attack, and they are left in the air to on autopilot. Like, okay, what do we do? And it is really, really good. Uh, I was surprised at just how good it is. It's, it's a, you know, it's at some points, it's like, yeah, right, give me a break. Uh, but I was okay with that. Like, fine, go with it. I'm not bored at all. I want to see how you guys are going to get out of this, because I can't possibly 
see that you are going to. But that was a very, very good movie. That would have been a gem. Um, I, you, I, I wonder, well, I'm guessing you would like it. It's, like I said, towards the end, it's like, all right, give me a break. But I, I was never bored. The effects were really good. Like, it felt like there was a pretty decent budget behind this thing. Uh, in fact, I wonder if the, there's a budget on here. Um, no. But it wasn't a, like, it wasn't one of these asylum type things. I'm like, that could have played in theaters, I think. Uh, but she was really good. The, actually both, both her and the guy were really good. Um, but that gets a thumbs up. That gets a pretty big thumbs up. In fact, I, I was pissed. I should have, this is perfect wife material. Like, next time I oh, watch really? this. Oh, she would love this. This is, what was it on? Uh, it's on Hulu. Mm. She would totally, like, hour and a half. You your fucking Hulu. Shit <laughs> sake. Oh, it's. Are, are you going to watch, uh, Why the Last Man? You should. I want to see that bad. That's what is the it? only thing Hulu, that's the only thing Hulu has to offer me. What's it called? Why the Last Man? No, no, what's that? It's a comic book adaptation that's been in the works for many, many, many years, and it's finally coming out on Hulu as a limited series. Huh. Okay. Well, watch it, damn it. I can't, because it's on fucking Hulu. Uh, uh, you're making me uh, good. homework and things. Oh, uh, hold uh, on. Hulu.com. Because I'm going to forget the title. I love that every time that it, you max headroom me, you got, you got your mouth open right now. Like, you're just waiting for a... a, a I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> What's it called again? Night wolves or ice wolves or what? It, what is it? Y, the letter Y, space, the last man. Oh, just the groaning and the head rolls and the eye. It's like I'm talking to my children. Let's see here. Four episodes, what I'm seeing. Um... No, oh, it's too much. Traverses a post-apocalyptic world in which a cataclysmic event decimates every mammal. Blah, 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 blah. Diane Lane. I'll add it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, how many? How? Well, wait. Let's see how long these episodes are. I Before I commit to anything you're suggesting, I need to... Wait, wait. I, I'm such... Because... You're mm, hopeless. You are okay, fucking I, hopeless. It's added. I'll... Think about it. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of hand-waving <laughs> attitude. Yeah. <laughs> okay, coming soon for you. Not Why the Last Man. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Nah, uh, nah. But until Go then, I've got a whole slew of Italian goodness that I'm going to be watching. Um, uh, you haven't reviewed one thing anybody has heard of. Uh, what? Except maybe the 9-11 thing. Um, well, coming soon for me, you're going to be getting a whole... Heaping dope. Internet. Oh. Internet coming soon for you. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it's on your end. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, I'm going wa- to watch a movie called Vi. V-I-Y. Uh, it's oh, a, that's a, yeah, that's a popular one. It's a, it's a, I b- believe it's a Russian movie from this <laughs> sometime. Um, <laughs> Come True. It's another thing uh-huh. that I'd like to watch. 
Yeah, another popular one um, amongst the masses. Yeah, let's see what else I got. Um, ah, there's a couple. Got another phone call here. Oh, message <laughs> messages, folks. Um, oh, what was up? Where are the, um, hold on here. Bear with me. Martyr's Lane. Martyr's Lane. I'm going to do that. Um, I, I think that could be from 1945 or 1995 or 2025. I, I never heard of it. Well, you'll find out from me. Um, um, uh, man. There it is. Warriors of the Year 2072. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. Endgame. Um. Oh, Avengers. No, Endgame. It's a, and it's an Italian. <laughs> it's a post-apocalyptic. Nightmare Sisters. Girl School Screamers. Um, Raiders of Atlantis. Um, Castle of Creeping Flesh. Born for Hell. I'm still going to watch that. Be, I mean, it's going to be great. Um, Terminal Island. Hold on. Good stuff, man. Good, good, solid. Born for Hell. It's going to be great. Good. Good eats. <laughs> okay, what's your mainstream generic great value stuff that you're going to be watching? Uh, we watched The Matrix 1 and 2, and we're working on Matrix 3 in preparation for Matrix 4 coming soon. Uh, we're going to be moving soon, so don't know how much I'll be watching. Malignant, I'm going to try and just waddle my way through as much as I possibly can. Mainstream. You don't even collect VHS. Shut up. Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, there's some more HBO Max stuff that's coming out that I want to see. Do you have any interest whatsoever in this uh, Clint Eastwood movie? No. None. Nope. Me, me, none. I, I'm 95 years old. And, yeah. No. And, uh, border problems. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Nope. I, I just feel like in the air, everybody's like, ooh, new Clint Eastwood's out. All right. And I'm like, I don't care at all. Yeah, me neither. My, I'm like, nope. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll see. Coming soon? <laughs> Maybe another episode of the Movie Freaks? Yeah, yeah. Let us all hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Something else, too, but I... Matt Matrix 4, I'm, I'm pretty jacked about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I should, I need to watch the first three again. Just to get caught up again on, I have it's been years. I've liked, I liked all three of them. They're really good. And just watching two again, I, I know everybody loves to hate on two. I really like that movie. It's really good. Oh and, man, I remember <sighs> seeing that in the theater. That motorcycle chase scene was so badass. Does it still hold up? Oh yes, it does. Because that was and great. I, I remember watching it in the theater by myself. Oh really? Yep. I I. The day it came out, I took like a nooner from work. I was like going right by the theater. I said, to hell with it. I went in there and me and uh, there, there wasn't many people because it was like noon. Yeah. <laughs> and I walked out of there and was like, damn, it's not as good as the first one, but damn, that car cheese. Ch- that, 
That car cheese. <laughs> there you go. Car cheese. That's uh-huh. better than your stupid shit you said. Oh, what my, mine was, what was mine? Born for Hell. It's going to be great. No, it's not. Ah, even that title is better than your title. <laughs> Born for Hell. It's going to be great. Car cheese. That's the title. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> we'll just cram it all in there. Oh, stuffing it. Uh, All right. I'll I'll see you next time. Fingers crossed. Yep. yep. Whenever that may be. Yeah. My internet's A (laughs) minus. Oh, F plus. No, I'll give I'll give it I'll give it an accurate review. C minus. Oh. Oh, Max Headroom agrees. (laughs) All right. See ya. All right. See ya. for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.